Hello, beloved audience. Welcome back. Well, where have we been? I don't know. Ask Frankie. Hi. Um, I missed the last episode. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, so here's what's been going on. Me and my little sister here both had some medical issues. We had to be out for a little bit, but we're back now and hopefully back to our regular schedule. So we hope to bring you more episodes soon. We're really sorry, but we're back now. And today we are talking about Anthony's pick, Grace 2. Yep. Why are we talking about this, Anthony? Because this podcast is pretty much just made to torture you. <laughs> well, before we get into that... I want to mention something that I just found out about last night when I was watching the movie. There is going to be a new Grease series coming out. And I don't know if either of you knew about it, but it is called Rise of the Pink Ladies. No, I saw that today when I was watching the movie with all the ads. Yeah. I've known about that for a hot minute now, actually. I, I'm I just lie. found out about it. I kind of like the remix of Grease they were using in the trailer, but other than that, it looks terrible. Well, I, I want to know what characters they're using, if they're introducing, like, new ones, or if it's going to be Rizzo, Frenchie, um, I think Marty. I think, I think if it's it's a, characters. If it's supposed to be Rizzo, I'm sorry, but the casting's all wrong, but... Right. That's why I think it's going to be new characters. Look at the age of film where where we can just change certain. Well, wouldn't this take things. place in the fifties? So, like, yeah. realistically, would there really be that much diversity back then? No, no probably not. But That's you know, right. we're we're in the age of film where it it doesn't matter how if it's right, diversity is before anything. But Greece takes place in the fifties. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. I would say we're not here to For be. For some reason, that. we are talking about the sequel. Before the first film. <laughs> and I don't the first understand. not a bad movie. Because, Frankie, there's no, there doesn't have to be order in this. It's picks. Uh, you can literally just do random stuff. That'd be like talking about Avengers Endgame before talking about Iron Man. That's we like, could. We're not gonna. <laughs> That's really not your choice. Oh, my God. If you do that to me, I swear to fuck. <sighs> I don't know. It does kind of seem out of order. If in the Marvel continuity, it it is kind of you kind of have to start at the beginning. Well, it really doesn't matter because we're not we're not the films. We're just talking about the film. Yeah, but then we have to go back and explain old plot. I was yeah. I don't know if I agree with that aspect of it. You, if we do, if we do Marvel, we kind of have to go in order. If we're talking about a series, then this is Grace two. Of the Grace series, do you think there's any continuity here? Oh no, and I, I didn't. I didn't mean here. I was just saying in a hypothetical Generally situation. Speaking, like, let's not talk about Harry Potter or the Phoenix. We're talking about Chamber of Secrets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. But I, fucking I, happens in Chamber of Secrets. You can literally skip those. First nothing happens in the. Well, I shouldn't say nothing happens, but the first two. I'm sorry, controversial, boring. Boring. Nothing happens. That's not incorrect. I appreciate the first one, and uh, listen, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know how you started talking about Harry Potter, but here we are. 
I appreciate the first one for establishing everything, the entire story, and the world. But Chamber of Secrets and um, Sorcerer's Stone are boring. I'm sorry, but um, after once Prisoner of Azkaban comes in, that pretty much sets the tone uh, of the rest so, of the series. Uh, all right, guys, let's let's backtrack. Let's get back on track here. Okay, all righty. So, so before, before we, we get talk in... about Greece oh. too, go ahead. I, w- I want to talk a little bit about my personal history with. Greece. So, okay. It's I've been watching me. There you go. <laughs> I've been watching this movie since I was a kid. But backing yep. up a little bit further, the movie came out in what seventy eight. All right. Um, seventy eight. Yes. Yes. I got huge box office success. Huge success. Made tons of success money. Success on I'm Broadway. Up- Success in film. My mother saw the movie 17 fucking times. <laughs> yes. I even ended up going to the re-release in the 90s. We did. Um, and, I lo- and I'm not a big fan of musicals in general. Just I would say Frankie does not like musicals but generally. I, I Annalise and I do. Yes. I am a very big fan of Grease. I like the characters. I like the songs. I like the chemistry between all the actors. I think the movie is actually a very well done musical. First movie. The first one. Let's Which clarify. Which is funny because let's be honest, it's not that great of a movie. <gasps> no, but you I like. Take that back. No, Anthony, Grease is a classic. Oh, like... it's a classic, but it's kind of a shitty plot. Yeah, not yeah, but yeah. it's a typical teenage plot. But the characters and the actors drive it's the movie. There, it's very fifties yeah. nostalgia bait. Which was popular at that time. It's one of those movies that the plot isn't what you think about. It's the songs and the characters. Yes, definitely. It's literally a definition of just don't think about it. Right. So for context, Grease 2 came out in 1982. And I have some trivia for you guys. Okay. Um, this This is the second of a supposed four films and a TV oh. series. Yeah, no, no I, actually, I actually did know that. That a lot was writing on Grease too. So <laughs> directly, first things first. I feel like the people who were writing the movie and the directors and all the studio really kind of missed the point of the first Grease movie. Script wasn't even finished when they started filming this. So the this thing was about literally it wasn't finished. No, so this was lit. Like a rush job. They literally oh said, "All right, Grease was a big success. Let's get, let's get, let's get the second one. Let's get so this let, going." Let, the the thing about Grease is, what do you remember from Grease One? You remember the characters. You remember the music. Okay, fine. Let's take away all the good songs and all the characters you got attached to, and keep the same setting. There you go. This is literally a dollar store version of Grease. And a couple of throwaway characters sprinkled have, back in there. You have one throwaway line at the beginning of the movie that ties it into the first movie, and that's it. Yep. Like what we have here, and I'm going, I'm getting this out of the way now. One of the worst sequels ever. It's it's so bad. And yet Andrew Garfield said this is his third favorite. Musical. No, he's got it. He had to have been high when he said that, bro. Like, uh, oh my god. But anyway, he loves let's, a cool writer. So, <laughs> Greece let's get, to, Well, let's get into cast talk before we yeah, keep going. 
So the two leads are Michelle Pfeiffer, who's one of the only two actors in this movie with a goddamn career. <laughs> no, actually, everyone managed to have careers. After yeah, not this. like Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer took off. Not like Michelle Pfeiffer or Christopher McDonald. Right. So it, our cast consists of Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, who plays Stephanie, Maxwell Caulfield, who is Michael, the second I wanna, lead. I want to take him in to discuss the two leads. Well, after cast talk. Well, actually, just Michelle Pfeiffer, before she was actually given the role. Debbie okay. Harry from Blondie was asked to play Stephanie, and Pat Benatar were considered for the role. Pat Benatar, really? Pat oh, Benatar. Oh. So would uh, Stephanie have hit you with her best shot? Uh, Fire away. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. So Michelle Pfeiffer and Maxwell Caulfield are our two leads. And then we have Christopher McDonald. Uh, you might know him from Happy Gilmore. Uh, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Like, honestly, um, if you think about it, as this is a Shooter McGavin origin story of the film. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he actually had a pretty steady career. He, yeah. Yeah. Christopher McDonald. A lot of everyone did in this. So that's Where's the giant, Mansley? There you go. <laughs> so, Christopher McDonald plays one of the new T-Birds, Goose. Then we have Adrian Zemed, who plays Johnny, the leader. I kind of um, get why they cast him, because I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, he did play Danny Zuko on Broadway for Yes, he did. Time. Yeah, Adrian's man played Danny on Broadway. Oh, okay. Audition for Johnny. You guys are gonna flip when you hear this. Oh God. Tom Cruise. No. But the director wanted someone older and taller for Johnny. But Johnny short. Someone older. For a high school role. Oh my God. Well, the original cast was in their like thirties. Except for like John, Trav- except for like John Travolta, he was like, and the actors who played Marty, they were the youngest. They were the ones that actually kind of John Travolta. Yeah, they're the only ones that kind of could pass for high schoolers. Because yeah. Stalker Channing, I'm sorry, you didn't. <laughs> the guy who played Sonny. Oh God, what are you? Pushing you know, he was like thirty. I Sonny though. Um, Sonny's an asshole. Actually, the guy who played Duty was only like twenty four. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean Sunny. I'm talking about Duty. <laughs> I love Duty. You mean, you mean Professor um, Tinkerpot? Then you have Peter yes. Frechet, uh, I think is how you say his name. He uh, plays Frechet, maybe. I don't know. He plays Demucci, and then Leaf Green plays uh, Davy Jaworski. Okay. Leaf Green, he looks really familiar. What is he from? He not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. He I might be thinking of a different actor who just looks similar he's to not him. in a lot of things. Yeah, he's, he's not. Guy. His only yeah. really two lead roles were this and a movie called Joysticks. Oh, uh, okay. He was an it, must, it must be a different actor than that I'm thinking of who they look actually, similar to. Actually, very funny. He was an assistant, assistant production manager for Osmosis Jones. Looney Tunes back in action and Brother Bear 2. He was a production manager on Brother Bear 2. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, we also have Lorna Luff. Uh, we have Dee Dee Khan returning as Frenchie. Um, we have Allison Price, Pamela Adlon, and Maureen Teefee. 
those who those are who make up the pink ladies and the T birds. And you and have some recurring cast members like the principal, the same match I can't remember. Yeah, um, Coach Calhoun, yes. the principal, um, Blanche. There are um the guy uh crater face is back, actually. Yes. Uh, yes. The uh, leader of the Scorpions. Balmuto. Balmuto. Who is pushing fifty? Oh my god, he's so old. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, I think he was like, he was 36 when this movie came out. He looks like what? he's 50. He was 46. No, he was 46 when he died. Oh. Are you serious? Well, now I just feel bad. Oh, yeah, yeah so now kids. I feel bad. He died, Sorry. In 90, he died of AIDS in 94. Oh, now I feel oh. really bad. Sorry. Ooh. But. Don't share needles. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh my god! Ed, listen, that's how AIDS was spread. But so I'll talk about how I, I'll talk about how I feel about the casting after we talk about the plot. Um, if you can call this movie having a plot, um, <laughs> so in terms of plot, I kind of want to take it through. Um, from the musical numbers and obviously there are the moments in between and we'll talk about that a little bit but I want to take it mostly through the musical numbers so yeah. we start out with uh, gotta go back to school oh Who my fuck is God. this happy to go back to school first things first this has nothing on the Grease intro song no not at all it doesn't have anything on the on the Grease intro song but I will say I do enjoy this number. Uh, like, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy. There's a lot of yeah, definitely. It's an, I don't think it's a bad song. It's definitely not the worst that's in this movie. Here's my thing with it, though, and this is a problem about the whole movie. Mm -hmm. In most musical movies, the musical itself is self-contained to that musical number, and. Usually, there's not conversations going on while people are dancing in the background. Well, I mean, there can be, but the like, there the can music be. Num the, but the music in the number stops, and everyone kind of isn't like. Whereas in this dancing. song, like uh, the characters will be talking to each other, people are singing and dancing in the background. Yeah, it, it's, it's normal. Like this is I'm, just normal high school behavior. I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up because I literally have that in my notes. It's like. It doesn't work. I mean, on stage, yeah, that can work. That well, works. Let's, let's take a look at going back to the first movie. If you look at the summer nights part, nobody stops to have a conversation. They're just singing the song. Right, well, they're singing. Fine. Well, yeah. It's, well, the it, entire point of a musical is to tell the story through the musical number. Yeah, it, which it's, is it's all kind of fine. But when you're stopping mid-song with the song still playing to have a right. conversation, that's where I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with your brain yeah right that, it kind of takes you out of it that can't happen in music numbers but the music doesn't keep going and the dancing isn't happening in the background yeah, that's the thing right. that usually like it takes you out of the out of the um, that would be that would be like if in, um if in aladdin they were singing a whole new world and Jasmine just stops singing. Jasmine just stops singing and starts singing like so. Uh, and explains her no, doing like <laughs> no. She like explains her childhood traumas and the yes. music and the beautiful music is still playing over her. And then they just go back to singing. 
I mean, it's different in a movie like Les Miserables, where 99% of the dialogue is sung. Oh, yeah. God. It's so long. But this is different, because it's in the middle right. of a musical number, and you're just having a conversation. Yeah, it, do- it, doesn't, make, it doesn't make any sense in terms of establishing the universe we're in. But it's right. just... So, here's, here's what's going on. So, we're introduced to... The, the T-Birds, um, Johnny Nagarelli, Goose, Tabucci, and... Dabowski. Dabowski, thank you. I have, to say, I have to say, they don't start out bad. Oh my god, Johnny is degrading after a while. Johnny is pretty much an obsessive boyfriend that is stalking his ex. Oh, definitely, oh. but I think their introduction itself... You're not expecting the rest of the movie, so for what it starts out as, I think it's okay. Well, you're kind of expecting them to be like the leads, like in the last film. Well, because right. the first movie, the main character is Danny Zuko, so you're yeah. expecting Johnny to be the new main character. He's not. Michael is. So, right. And can, I just say, can I just point out something? I know we're a bit early here, but the choreography <laughs> of this film ranges from okay to terrible because. Prime example, yeah. look at the opening number. Like, you'll have these big dance sequences. Then, at random points, you just see them, like, jumping up and down in the back. Or, like, we're still dancing. Yeah. We're still well, dancing. The problem with this movie is the director is not a film director. She's a dance choreographer. That's what she is. And, and, and when when it's, like, big choreographer numbers, it's fine. It right. Works. Like, most of the dancing in that number, when it's in the group sequence like it's supposed to be, it's good dancing. But uh, we need to actually point out the real main character of this film. The fucking extras. The fucking background dancers. Oh my god, this movie loves background dancers and background <laughs> characters. They're in every goddamn song. Literally. Like, shot. Almost, yeah, almost every scene. Also, I have to say, at the end of this number, why does the one kid run across the courtyard and jump into the window? I think that's the kid Goose stole his, the cello from. But no, no, but I always wonder that. I'm like, why are you doing this? But um, we get introduced to our new uh, male protagonist, Michael, who has the one throwaway line that ties into the first one because he's supposed to be Sandy's cousin, and you never mention anything from that again. Yes, he's Sandy's cousin, but he's British. Yeah, he's yeah, from he's, England. He's not, he's he's not Australian. Australia, so. Huh? <laughs> like, okay, I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but improbable. Throw that line in last second to tie it back into the first movie. It's the only yeah. thing I can think of. Right, close enough. I Red guess. Australia, what's the difference? I guess. Okay. Oh, you know, just several hundred thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not impossible, but improbable. So we're um we're int- Michael's trying to you know meet people introducing himself um he gets bullied by the T bird because of course he does okay okay T-Bird I have a definition question. of peaked in high school I I have a question okay who is your favorite T bird in this movie Goose Goose me too yeah mine is Goose well, let's be honest Goose and Rhonda have the least toxic relationship easily. I don't know, because Goose... He don't like, do anything. That's the problem. Well, like, Goose, like, he grabbed another girl's butt, and, like, I, I don't know. He's just a stupid 60s 
Paulette was okay with fucking Johnny Nagarelli trying to fuck Stephanie in front of her most of the movie. I I gotta say, I fucking hate Paulette. She is a shitty friend. Well, she, well, like, literally decides, it's like, it's literally the, the next school year, and she broke up with Johnny during the summer. She's like, so ready to jump Johnny's bones. Yes, and that's what makes her a shitty friend. And, listen, I know Stephanie and Johnny are done, that's fine, but literally, like, it's kind of, you could kind of tell she was still, like, trying to get with Johnny before they broke up. Let me, uh, let me ask this. Why is Frenchie back? I don't know. Didn't she graduate but, in the last movie? Was that, like, yeah, old? she did. It, it, the, the explanation was because she dropped out. She has to get her chemistry to be so she can but make, she's her, own, the make her own cosmetics. She's at, but she's at the carnival at the end of the movie, which implies that she graduated. And she even right. said, what are we going to do after graduation? Like, you're, you just said you graduated. Why are you I here? Marty said that. Yeah, Marty said that. But that would imply that Frenchie also graduated. Right. Right. Like, she Honestly, was a part of the whole senior carnival, like, everything. Well, they had a couple ideas of how to bring ca- characters back from the first one. Like, they wanted to make Jeff Conway the bowling alley manager, but they dropped the idea. There was talks of bringing... Danny and Sandy back and them owning a garage. That was they should have. They had should have. They had one meeting with Travolta and Olivia Newton John, but nothing ever came of that. Probably because they thought the script was bad. Oh, <laughs> probably, but then again, Travolta yeah. said yes to Battlefield Earth, so I don't think oh, he's the God. best character. God. I'm, so anyway, you know, we're getting some establishment of who Michael is. And he meets say, they're, they're doing their daily stuff as they're, it's the first day oh, back. He, he meets Stephanie. He's like, ooh la la. So. He's like, oh, she's hot. I yeah, love. immediately sets his sights on Stephanie. But also she, like, defended him, kind of. She, well, no, she didn't defend no, him. She, she kept did. on she didn't it. do shit. I just uh, took no, it back. All she said was, don't let those guys bully you. That's not really defense. No, I, I just took it back. Yeah, I know. Did. Even she's like, yeah, these guys peaked in high school. Are peaking in high school? Yeah. So she like checks on him, and then he immediately is like, "Okay, I'm in love with you." <laughs> so, um, so and not, then not a lot really happens. Um, like I say, not a lot happens. It's just kind of random. random stuff. You see the you see the scorpions show up again. Why are they there? You are grown-ass men. Why are you bothering high schoolers? And like, hold on, why is he bothering this guy? Didn't he have the issue with Danny Zuko and Panicki? So why is What's he bothering this Yeah. So why, are you, why is he bothering these douchebags? His hate transfers to every new team. It, does, it doesn't make any sense why he would be bothering them. Nobody well, stops. he's 40! Why are you bothering <laughs> high schoolers? Nobody stops them from driving into a fucking Cool football he was field. Oh, on track field. Yeah. He was supposed to show up. Him and that gang were supposed to show up in the opening number. In the original trailer for this film, it shows them. A lot got cut from this film. But so then they like. Sports. They go bowling. Oh, I forgot to oh, mention God, something. I forgot to mention something. God. Johnny Nagarelli, who is basically the movie's main antagonist. He is. Yeah, he is the main villain of this film. Um, had broke up, had got dumped by Stephanie over the summer, so he yes. is now a whiny brat with a chip on his shoulder because he wants to slide back in. No, he's just a creepy stalker that just won't get over it. 
Even he though he has something other- going on with Paulette. He's got Judy Garland's daughter on his... Like, this other girl really wants him. He can have her whenever he wants to. He And he does. He does. So anyway, they go bowling. And oh, this, is this, is, this is one of the first problems. Oh, Jesus. Not one of the first. It's one of the many problems. But this is where I'm going to first mention this. Most of the songs have nothing to do with the goddamn plot. They're no, about sex. not at all. They're like, all about sex. I can only think of like maybe one or two songs that have something yeah. to do with the plot. I can only think of one. Mm. Actually, two. You know, Frankie's one or, right. One or two. That's Frankie's all I can right. Two. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three. Maybe three. Four tonight. What the fuck do you think it's about? <laughs> it's, it's not, not about bowling. Oh, uh, this is where we were t- the joke you were making earlier. The song mm. is supposed to be Johnny's song. It's supposed to be a Johnny number. Why are all the fucking background characters there? Uh, They're okay. all there. Uh, Johnny and Paulette are are the best singers in this film. No, I don't no, think Paulette no. is a good singer at all. No, I think Paulette's fine. I'll give him Johnny. I'll give him Johnny. I, I yeah, no, Johnny's fine. good. Johnny is I good. I don't think I Paulette is good. I, I don't agree with Paulette either, but I definitely will give you. Yes, I will give you Johnny. The the chick getting belt. I'm saying she's probably better than Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Well, Pfeiffer can't fucking sing. Okay, <laughs> she not can't, yet, not she can't yet at least she can hold it too, but she can't sing. Like let's just call a spade a spade here. You're, you're if you're gonna compare her to Olivia Newton-John, there's no. Oh God, really no. not. No, like Olivia Newton-John can fucking sing. Just <laughs> yeah. Pfeiffer had no training in dancing or singing at this point. <laughs> Wait till we get to the last song. Oh no, like pay attention to Pfeiffer God. in this song number. She looks so uncomfortable. And I think that's why is... she's wearing sunglasses the entire number. Because she's like, get me out of this. I don't like know what I'm doing. Tears. Like this song was ass. This and is not how you bowl. This is not how bowling works. No, but not anyway, at all. um, you can't dance on bowling lanes. Okay, and can we? I just want to talk about this. I just noticed this as I watched in recent years. Yeah, it is hilarious. At one point, it just cuts to the background dancers, arm leads, just running down the bowling alley, and they just start slowing down as they're about to hit the mark. And but get he, off camera. It is hilarious. Okay, but, terrible cinematography. But, 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 and then but. spinning! They just start spinning everywhere! Okay, but Anthony, do they bowl you over? They bowl me over. Oh my That's god. That's not but, how bowling works. Anyway, Take a hike. Song, get a strike. strike! After the song ends, after what feels like 12 years. Wait, 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 wait. No, it doesn't end. The film wait. decides it has to end, so they just get this back to the story as the song is still going. Wait, wait, wait. Get used to that. That happens a few times. In this I have, I have a question. I have an answer. Why are there nuns bowling? I was what just did you thinking say, that same thing. What did she say? She came, what did she say? She sounded muffled. She Why said, are there nuns? Bowling. I was literally thinking the same thing as I was watching. I watched this movie a couple the hours ago. And the like, Why the fuck are the nuns there? Why are Let's, there nuns? Well, clearly this takes place in the sister act universe. I so Bobby so. Goldberg and the girls had to go bowling one night. But There's anyway. just a line in my notes where it goes, this is so stupid, period. <laughs> <There's>, um, 
There's um Johnny. I guess Johnny technically won the bowling game. He's like, what am I trapped? Jaworski falls when he's trying to bowl, and if no. that's not me, I, I swear to Johnny God. Tri- I think Johnny trips him. So, no! Oh, wait. I don't know. He tries to get Stephanie to make out with him, and instead she makes out with Michael. Who Let walks him in door. front of Paulette! And so Michael has to walk Paulette's little sister home. I don't remember her name. Well, Michael wants to... Michael shows up and he wants to he just wants friends he he wants to make friends he wants to go bowling and they basically just tell him to go fuck himself yeah but stephanie's like making a point she's like i can kiss any guy i want i'll kiss the next guy that walks in that door and it happens michael and the team all the teamers are just so offended so i was like why don't you fucking jump his ass Here's the thing about the T-Birds in this movie that drives me up a goddamn wall. They're a bunch of bitches. None of them have their own personality. They follow Johnny around like a lost puppy. And Johnny's a little bitch. Like, I know, like, they follow... I know in the first movie, aside from Danny, aside from maybe Kanicki, they all follow Danny, but they didn't copy and say everything but, he okay, did. Okay, here's the right. thing about them. I buy that they're greasers, and even the three idiots could probably kick a majority of the people in high school. Right, right. like they could they could all, hold themselves in a fight. Yeah, also, like, they didn't copy Danny Zuko word for word in most well, Here's the thing. Like, go back the to the first film. Go go back to the first film when the when they're at the pep rally, the bonfire, and Balmudo shows drives by, and Kaniki is like, "You think he wants to rumble?" They're all just like, "All right," they're all just like on alert. Yeah, right. where this movie, as soon as they see Balmudo, they run away. Like they're, they're fucking, ca- they're bitches. Yeah, Damn. they really are. Like, like Danny. If you, if you like, put Johnny in a fight with Danny Zuko, Danny Zuko would obliterate. You put Johnny Nagarella in a fight with Potts with Putsy, he will lose. Because like, <laughs> let's let's call a Spade. Let's just say this: Goose, I think, is supposed to be Kaniki equivalent, right? I I, I would. They think tried. He, he's literally Johnny's sidekick. Like he he's literally yeah. copying everything he does. It's hilarious. Kaniki felt like his own person. Yeah, right. like Kaniki was a separate character from Danny, whereas well, Goose all- is. They all did. Yeah. Samuji's just a fucking date rapist. Oh my god. god. Yeah, we'll get, get, we'll to get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. So let's, uh, move, Mi- let's move on. <laughs> so Michael is like head over heels for Stephanie. So like he's I mean, if Michelle Pfeiffer just at that point in her age ran up to you and just grabbed you and made out with you. Oh, I mean I I'd would be, be pretty I, sold too. <laughs> I I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think Annalise would be too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Come on. I anyway. So my early honestly, movie, Michelle, you can call me up right now. I don't care. I'll drop the, it. The Let's main go. plot of the movie is they're building up to this talent show, right? Oh yes, the talent show. This so Mike, thing that Mike, happens at the end of the year is being talked about at the beginning of the year. They got a prepare. So Michael had been asked earlier by these two annoying ditzy twins. Yeah. Hey, you leave them alone. They're, they're, they're Leela's sisters. They're the sisters of the actors who played Leela. From Futurama? Yeah. No oh, shit. I was like, who the hell is Leela? Anyway, they are like the equivalent of Patty Simcox from the first movie. But two of them! But two but, of them now. They had asked Michael to play the piano for a talent show. He was like, yeah. Oh, sure. my God. Did you oh, guys know? 
<laughs> Did you guys fucking notice Maxwell called, you know, it's fake piano playing? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. The, music, the, the piano playing music started playing before he started moving. <laughs> he's not even changing. He's hitting the same keys. But anyway. Um, They're going through the talent show auditions. He's trying to ask Stephanie out. And she, and she decides that the best way to respond to him is by singing a musical number. <laughs> well, she's clearly just... Just say no, like no, God no. How? But but if you really want to know what I want to die. Now this is probably one of the songs that ties to the film. This is a problem. Yes, yes. It's what Stephanie wants in a person. I mean, this is who Michael molds himself to be. Right. So it does pertain to the plot. It's one of the better songs in the movie. I would I would argue it is. The best song. Like I will give movie. you that, at least. I would argue that too. When she's standing on the uh, ladder, and I have heard so many guys say this. Yeah. I mean, I wa- I let's be, be honest. I, I want to be that ladder. I have let's heard that so many times. I can see why she was cast as Catwoman. God damn, she looks good in oh my God. black. Jesus. Uh, anyway. uh, that concludes us being cursed. She is the devil in skin tight leather. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have hell in her eyes? Ooh, Ooh mouth. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We gotta stop being cursed. <laughs> so, uh, Demucci comes wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. I have to say. Stephanie, at the end of this song, just keeps going. I was getting, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say that. Like, um, Michelle, we've wrapped. Playing, and like Michael and are talking. It's but she's he's still here. dancing. And oh, he's Michelle, like, "Hey, listen, Michelle, I got cut." Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. And Michelle? Like, this isn't hey, in the script. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. So Michael, don't interrupt my bit. Yeah, we're doing bit a bit here. I'm trying to get through this obnoxiously stupid plot. Okay. <laughs> You fucking bit cutter. <laughs> anyway, this is good about the background dancers and some assholes that no one cares about. Anyway, so Tamuchi asks Michael to help him with his essays because he's stupid, and Michael yes. accepts only if they do it in private because he has a rep to protect. And this exact same thing happens three different times. Well, you see, Frankie, Michael has to buy the same motorcycle that everyone is riding in this film, a Honda SLTT Scrambler. Listen. Which is a single coil, not as powerful as a double coil. Why aren't you driving Harleys or Indians or anything else? Granted, I like the bike. Don't get me, don't get it twisted, but come on! So now... Michael. Sorry, I just had to go Michael, and get there. Michael yep. agrees to do this because he needs the money to get a motorcycle Bill. and fix it up. Yes. Oh my so god, he's Peter Parker. Oh my god, he's Peter Parker from the Spider-Man. What? Fuck you. Peter Parker Fuck wants you. to spend his money to buy a car to impress Mary Jane. Michael wants to do the same thing. Oh my god, oh Michael my becomes god. a superhero. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he becomes a cool rider. He's a oh superhero. Fuck you. This is Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Oh he my does. god. Spider-Man ripped off Greece. Oh, <laughs> this is it's all connected. Oh my man. god. 
It's all connected, man. Andrew Garfield loves Grease 2. Andrew Garfield loves Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. We figured oh, it out. Oh, I cracked the code. But so Michael buys the motorcycle. And then we have one of probably for ironic reasons. fucking song. For all ironic reasons, this is my favorite song in the movie. My favorite my, song. It's probably, it's probably the most well-known song. It's it is the funniest song. song. In the world, but it's, it's so funny because they have. It's this so funny. So something I missed is that their one of their teachers, Mister Spears, is like basically a lunatic. Mister no. Spears is a fucking psych ward patient. I'm sorry. Now I completely just blocked this song. I, mean, I thought we were on the song after it. My so fault, but. Honestly, I may be still corrected that this may be the song the film's most known for. So, Mr. Stewart, Mr. Stewart is a much more um, productive teacher. And, he actually um, tries to teach these kids. Yeah. Them about reproduction, and they start screaming and dancing and talking about fucking their teachers. And, like, Paulette tries to fuck the teacher. And I, our favorite <laughs> singer in this scene went on to direct Ever After. My One of my favorite movies. Make my stamen go berserk! No, the guy who goes like, I got your pistol right here. I was oh like, my he God. directed Ever <gasps> After. Stop it! Are no, you serious? Did he, really? did, he did. It's and such he, a good movie. Hey, I, if you want a good live-action Cinderella, watch Ever After. Ever like, After is such a good movie. movie. There's a very important question I have for you two about this movie, all right? Okay. Yes. Where does the pollen go? Here it is. We named our group chat after this song. For the longest time. My uncle, our uncle, shout out to Bucktooth Gremlins, mentions that line every time we talk about it. Every single time. Every single time. It's a valid question. Where does the pollen go? Where does it go? I just, I just love my favorite part about this whole thing is that Paulette is old. Okay, but yesterday, as I was taking my notes, I noticed something in, what? Resp- in records to this song and the next song. Okay. In the first film, Danny Zuko is our lead. When yes. does he start yeah. singing? Danny Zuko? Yeah. Um, fir- the first song he sings is Summer Nights. Okay, yeah. but in and, and the time span of the film, that's like maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes in? I say not not too far in. Michael, our male lead, doesn't get a singing part till the next song, which is the halfway point of the film. No, 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 no. He's the line reproduction. You fuck off. He does sing at the end of it. He is not part. That's just the film. He probably not gets into it. He gets into it. Fuck you. He probably wasn't at the recording session for this song. (laughs) Okay. I have to say. Um, Our male lead doesn't have a song until the halfway point. I was going to say something. Okay, go ahead, Alan. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. Um, So I have a few things to say, actually. But um, I never noticed, like, near the beginning of the song, like, the guy, like, our four T-birds in the back like dancing and stuff like they were air humping or whatever i yeah. never noticed that all the guys were at when it's i know hard. but i never noticed them like in the back 
is what I'm saying. Uh, um, the part where um, the T-Birds are like... And by all the way, the nerd girl things. looks like my friend Jenny. Hi, Jenny. You know the part where they're all like... The motion's goose does make me suffer. Like I love that. Well, that's the thing. Also, all these actors are on top of it. They are. They all are having so much fun. They know how stupid this shit is. They, yes. they all had to like even the background, the stars of the film, the background dancers. Everyone is going to is giving it a thousand percent. <laughs> I love, I love this line where Johnny goes can't. Can't a girl do that thing in a book where she adds up the numbers of a, what do you call it, menstruation? Here's my thing about that. Pulling out the Playboy and he's like, yeah, I wonder if you could tell me where she lives. Menstruation. Yeah, what is this? I, oh my god, as a grammar Nazi, him mispronouncing so many words drives me up a wall. (laughs) were you twitching? You have no menstruation. I just want to go on a tangent as a proud half Italian American. When he said Paschetti, I was like, you are an Italian man. You got it. Slapped. You would have gotten slapped and beaten as a child for doing that. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, I have to. Where does Demucci get the bunny from? It's what happens when a boy and girl don't know how to play it safe. Play it safe. That's my favorite part of the fucking song. Reproduction. Reproduction. You're not even trying to hide what this song's about anymore. No, not at all. But I I need to know where he got that bunny from. The song itself was never trying to hide it. Like, the whole song is straight up about fucking. Half of the songs in this movie are about fucking. Uh, they really are, but Michael joining in at the end and like and like going along with he's like so reproduction. But he's so boring. He spends the majority of this song just staring at Stephanie. Michael is creepy. Yeah. And you I guess there at Stephanie. Like you don't first. actually hear his voice. He's just a part. No, of the you don't. So I do not count this as Michael's first song in the film. The next oh. song is. Anywho. So we cut back to the bowling alley. At this point, we're not even halfway through the movie yet. I would say that when we get back to the bowling alley, we're at the halfway point. I don't know. Well, this movie's, um, not, this movie's just shy of two hours long. So Yeah, well, I, I put it's it in my quick, notes. It's I, a quick watch. Though. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before we move on to who's that guy, the bit with the student and the principal, I, I skipped two periods. Oh, that's okay. You could just make them up at the end of the day. Uh, Where yeah, does the bubble and molly go? Let's just say that's actually a good moment. It's Let, so let's give funny. credit where credit's good. That's actually I hilarious. texted Anthony right after that point, too. I was like, I just skipped two periods. I just skipped two periods. <laughs> okay, Frank, you can make him up at the class. Where does the ball in go? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that girl's life is ruined. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, so we're we're coming close to the half. Not there yet. But and Michael- since we're coming close to the half, can I just point out something? Guys, sure. What year does this movie take place in? 1961. Does it look like it's yeah. in the 60s? Some of the fashion does dictate like, like, that it's oh, in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, Paulette looks like a Marilyn Monroe ripoff. 
But other than that, you could. This does not look like the sixties. I don't get a sixties vibe. Okay, but I don't even get a late fifties vibe. Aside from the cars, nothing about this screams the sixties. Like Grease once screams. Nothing about it doesn't. But the one girl is obsessed with like Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. Scream sequel. But the yeah, but this the music doesn't reflect the time period either. That's Grease one. So this it's. Kind of. Did, did I say that? Did Grease did? Yeah, kind of. Like the, 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 way the, the way Summer Nights is played out, yeah, it sounds like a 50 song. What The same song to, sounds to, like a... To, sounds, a de, to, to a degree, yeah. 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 A lot of the concentrations... A lot more so than Grease 2, but granted, Grease 1 was just a better, better made project. Well, yeah. yeah. Alright, let's get on to what... Should have so, been enough song everyone remembers, but well, it's now become well, Michael. Well, before we get to that, Michael has finally bought his bike. He's gotten enough money from plagiarizing assignments for others. And he's um, been getting his ass kicked by this motorcycle until he just isn't anymore? Yes. Yeah. This yeah. bike is, <laughs> the bike suddenly is learns. I'm we'll sorry, get, but I love the bike. We'll get back to that because the movie... Anyway. So yeah, he he sucks until he becomes the best rider just by practicing on crash. So the the scorpions show up at the bowling alley, and then okay, we're back at the bowling alley, and then like this cool rider shows up <laughs> who is actually Michael. The movie makes no point in trying to hide it. Well, it says it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you were gonna say they don't make a point of like saying Here's Michael. I was like, yes, they do. No, they this is no- the worst bike chase ever. <laughs> These guys, I'm assuming, have been riding bikes for years. How is Michael just a couple of months better than everyone? Because he's Spider-Man, Anthony. We established it. <laughs> say Michael is Spider-Man. Um, so I would say who's that. So who's that guy? Is the name of the song that we're at it, now? It actually is one of the only songs relevant to the plot of the movie. Right, and that and I was that's part of my like I guess like well yeah that's part of my two that. Contribute to the plot uh, of the movie. One more. I say there's one more, but we'll get to that soon. Yeah, I'm kind of in between two and three on that. But anyway, um, so this is... I know I just said Reproduction was probably my favorite song. It's my favorite song for like comedic purposes, but I think out of the entire movie, I think Who's That Guy is probably like my favorite the song. The song I wanted it to be the one this movie's known for. Yes. I'm sorry, this says nothing on You're the One that... Like, I'm sorry. What are you talking about? This isn't the finale song. No, yeah, yeah this isn't its comparison. No, but you got uh, you mentioned the song the movie wants to be known for. What's the most well known song? That that's the other one that I want. Exactly. You think that's the one it's most known for? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you're probably right. You're yeah, I would say that are the most popular song in the movie. But we'll get to the, the "You're the One That I Want" songs later. Hmm. So anyway, and, Stephanie sees Michael as the cool rider, and she's immediately her instantly wet. I would say she's immediately just smitten. Where can um, I get one? <laughs> who's that guy? Where can I get one? But he came out in the darkness in the middle of the night. <laughs> fucking uh, opening the line. So they start talking about nuclear war. And it really doesn't matter that Stephanie hasn't seen his face because we're we're in the we're in the 
the Cold War era now, guys. So we have so, to like, bring up the bomb. The earlier, earlier in the movie, Michael showed uh, Demucci. And he has a his what is it? His grandfather? No, it's his uncle. I'm sorry. His the uncle has a has a nuclear fallout shelter. So Demucci, oh, is it time? Is it time? It's time. The rape song, ladies and gentlemen. I fucking hate this song. It's, it's the disgusting. Worst it's disgusting. It's Fuck called... you, Demucci. You piece <laughs> of shit. He is. He's such a piece of shit. It's called "Do It for Our Country." I have, I hope your character got pancreatic cancer. Like this is so. Oh my god. Nothing against the actors. So I really. I really hope the actors were uncomfortable doing this. I have no qualm on them, but I hope the character you get pancreatic cancer. Like okay. fucking rapist. Like I, look, look, as much as name I, as the girl. I, um, I don't. I say I'm. I'm looking right now. Um, no, not Rhonda. Shannon. It's Shannon. Yes. Janet. Okay, so no, her name is Sharon. Sharon. Thank you. Actually, Shannon. I said, yeah, we said Shannon. I thought you said she, Janet. I'm sorry, her character's so one note and nothing. So Sharon is obsessed with like, like Jackie Kennedy and like um, Cold War, like fighting for our country. Like she's very patriotic. And she always has that stupid cigarette holder in her oh, mouth. She barely ever smokes it too. Like, I think she, I think she's just a fucking that okay. Poser. Uh, let me let me let me let me circle back. In the first movie, I mean, Danny Zuko smoked. Well, they all smoke like chimneys. But nobody smokes as much as Johnny Nagaparelli. My God! Oh my oh, God! Oh, I forgot to say earlier when they run into the principal in the hall. How the fuck does Johnny like do that with the cigarette? Practice. Uh, look, I, I'm so I don't smoke, but. I did. I mean, I still smoke the occasional is, cigar, but... This is fucking disgusting, the amount of smoking in this movie. Oh, God. Yeah, I, it's d- bad. I never smoked that much when I was when I was smoking cigarettes. Like, um... I've been around smoking my entire life, and this makes me... Yeah, we all have. Yeah. Like, Jesus fuck. I wonder who smokes more, Johnny Nogarelli or Harvey Keitel in Reservoir Dog? Oh, Harvey Keitel. I've sure, never sure. seen Reservoir Dogs. Harvey, Ke- Harvey Keitel. I'm, I'm at least Keitel. in Reservoir Dogs, literally Harvey Keitel is lighting up a cigarette as he has one in his mouth. Oh, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, no, it's not a joke. Harvey Keitel smokes like a chimney. <laughs> okay, but anyway, we're, we're in the nuclear fallout shelter. Um, we're at the rape song. I'll never, yeah. I'll never let so, that go. So, Louis, or Demucci, I'm sorry. Demucci is trying to get Sharon to sleep with him. And he's trying to trick her by getting her in the fallout shelter and having Goose and Jaworski um, do like a. My mouth as you're describing this. Yeah. Look, look, having, look, trying having, to have sex with your girlfriend is a natural thing. Is a natural and trying thing. to have sex with your boyfriend is a natural thing. Let's right. But, but trying to force the scenario is what makes it a problem. And he knows that she doesn't want to go beyond like second base or whatever all they've done is make out she doesn't want to go further and yet. you know what's funny well not funny it's actually quite disgusting he doesn't fucking learn his lesson 
No. Literally, his no, his part in the last song is still, will I ever score? This fucker is going to go on Cosby level. Yeah, or it's Harvey very, Weinstein It's very concerning. Level. It's very concerning. It is but- very concerning, and I hope this character died in a motorcycle accident. So mm. Sharon doesn't catch on, runs out of the fallout. Wait, 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 wait. No, she actually wait, wait, thinks wait. it's legit. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because yeah. Goose and Jaworski are sounding off a fake, like, an alarm that is, like, a test alarm, and Sharon's like, okay, or, um, I'm sorry, Demucci is like, the bombs are dropped. Sharon is not concerned enough that there are bombs dropping outside. Well, here's supposedly. also Bombs are literally dropping, as far as she knows. You don't fucking run out of your fallout shelter. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Five minutes after the alarms go off. Now, why she didn't dump him immediately after this is uh, beyond me. For real. Yeah, honestly. But she runs they out They just kind of play it off like, that's Demucci. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Like, literally, Jaworski is on the floor giggling Goose. his ass off. Goose is also on the floor. It's... That's Demucci! I'll, look, look, I'll be honest. If my girl, my friend's girlfriend ran on her, Ran on him like that, and I was outside the door. I probably laughed too. Oh, I mean, yeah. well, my friend was a fucking date rapist. I laughed at him, then promptly kicked him in the nuts. I wouldn't have helped him. Definitely wouldn't help him. Yeah, no, that's a no go. What do you think his pitch to this was? Like, hey, Goose, dude, all right, guys, Jaworski, let's steal that thing so we can fake my girlfriend having sex with me. You guys in? Yeah. 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 Like American Pie if the pack was run by Nimrod. Oh, Christ. <laughs> so, point being, we all hate this song. It's the gross. Mugi and and fucking Lewis from Avenger and Nerds probably take notes. God. So, so uh, after sure. this, we go a little while without our next song. Yeah, so Michael picks up Stephanie at her job. Okay. As the co-writer. Colin Slut on this, and also very trusting of Stephanie, you're going off on a stranger's motorcycle that you know nothing about. But he's hell on wheels. Where's my leather? This fucker could have killed her, let's be honest. Yeah. She's very trusting. Anthony, he's a man growing out of the seat on a black motorcycle. This is what she wanted. They She's even have, on tight. They even have an cool, instrumental cool rider. Like, cool rider playing in the background. A cool uh, rider. Stephanie does a stupid ass thing. Oh, you she never, like climbs in front of them. You don't ever do that on a, with a motorcycle. So Michael's about to tell her who he is. And uh, the team birds are like, hey, fuck you. And he's like, bye. I'll, gotta go. I'll see you at the talent show. Deuces. And Johnny, being a little brat, is all like, I ain't jealous! And Paulette's right there, and... Paulette's like, you, why are you getting jealous over her? At least, Johnny what? is the Duke from Moulin Rouge. He doesn't like people touching his <laughs> things! Ha ha ha, ha ha ha, you must be kidding, aren't you? 
I could see Tommy was so being mm-hmm. keyboard in, in this era of the team. <laughs> oh my god! I'm Stephanie. Oh hi, Stephanie. I catch you with that guy one more time. I'll rearrange his face. He's Johnny D. E. D. <laughs> and Michael. Michael is actually Greg. <laughs> oh my god! So this actually I'm so fun. happy that this you're movie, my best friend, and I love Stephanie actually, so much. No, Gre- no, Gre- no, uh, no, Greg is Goose. No, no, he has to be Michael. I'm sorry. <laughs> this movie is actually a fusion of Spider-Man and the Room. Oh, hi, Michael. Who knew? Oh, hi, Michael. <laughs> no, Goose is Denny. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. God. <laughs> oh hi Goose. I have a problem with Stephanie. She says that I hit her. Okay, okay. We're I'm, I'm getting off. Did not Goose. chase him off the dead man's curve. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did, I did not, not chase him. him. I Donnie, did not. Donnie implies here that, the, uh, that they're all virgins. And um. No, I no. I think Goose and Johnny are the only ones not virgins. Because he implies that they all need to get laid. So sings a song called "Growling." I I like this is a good song. This is actually a good number. And they decide this is my use, favorite number. In the, in they the decide and, they decide to use a song about raping women at a grocery store for the talent show. I don't think it's not really they're raping the women. No, I don't. This think is more so. about picking women up, right? That's what like, I would say. I don't yeah. think it's like rapey. I don't get girl, the rape vibe of this. Do you like a girl who's really smart, provided that she's really stacked? I mean, it's, they're 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 fucking. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Horny. They're horny, but they're also superficial. Yes, they're like overly sexualizing the women. Yeah, but what's interesting about this? This wasn't originally in the script. They literally made this up in two days. Not Hello, so Johnny Nagarellius had two songs, and Michael has had a couple of lines in one. Like, <laughs> our, lead car- our lead hasn't had, hasn't a, had a song solo. yet. And our yes. two leads, our male and female leads, haven't had a song together. I mean, the old, like, Stephanie has had a full song to herself. Michael and Johnny has been the lead singer of now two songs. Yes. There's something wrong here. My question is, they sound boring. <laughs> My question is, they sound like this, and they sound good. So why are they so concerned about the talent show? Because because when they auditioned, they sounded terrible. Well, yes, but they also weren't like trying. Because they had, they weren't able to show those cats some action, yet. <laughs> like we've never seen before. So Stephanie is having is being. She sucks at school, English class. So yeah, she's very distracted lately. So Michael helps her, and um, and this kind of just shows these two have no chemistry. Oh my god, no! They're so they're in like a diner together or whatever. They're getting something to eat and studying. They have no chemistry. None. Like in the first movie, you have a lot of scenes with Danny and Sandy. Those two are like a match made in heaven. Yes, and like even though they're not really together in the scene, like like in a relationship, I mean, even though they're not together 
in this in the scenes that they're in there you could still tell the tension and the conflict that they want to be together and they have great chemistry at all it helps that i swear if travolta and noon john didn't at least hook up while making this film i'd be very shocked because they just you the chemistry is off the charts it's, it's, i actually it's funny you mentioned quite I read astronomical you. i read recently that they actually thought about being together but decided not to to keep the, the professional relationship intact. They're very cute together. They are. They, 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 look... they, they remained in contact up until Olivia Like John they were, they were close. I mean, Travolta's batshit yeah. crazy with the Scientology, but everyone loves him that works with him. Well, the thing is, he's, he's a nutcase religiously. He's actually a pretty, pretty cool guy. Yeah. I say, of everything I've read and everything I've heard, he's a decent guy. Yeah, no one is. I've never heard anyone, as far as Cozart, having any issues with Travolta. No. So, anyway. Like, he was, no. like, super close with Olivia John. He was super close with Kirstie Alley from the Look Who's Talking movies. She just recently died, too. Yeah. What the fuck is with these female actresses working with John Travolta dying? There's a conspiracy here. I think you're reaching a little. Yeah, I think you're reaching a little here. Listen! Listen! Travolta wouldn't hurt a fly. Can't talk too long. Gotta poo. Fuck you! Fucking fanatic. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to that one of these days. Trust me. Oh, God. But this... uh, So after Johnny demands Stephanie quit the Pink Ladies... We lead into the worst goddamn song I've ever heard in my life. Okay, yeah, it's terrible. Okay. But this it's one actually song. does it does tie in. It's not worse than do it for our country. Yeah. No, I think No. Okay. No. It's a boring song, I will give you that, but it's not worse than do it for our country. You're okay, so in terms of a message, I say, I in you. terms of a message, yes, "Do It for Our Country" is worse. It's a more entertaining song. It just, there is no entertainment in "Do It for Our Country." At least it didn't put me to sleep. Like say charade is very boring. Charade's oh my it's god, it's boring as shit. Like this should have been a really good song. I no bullshit. This whole song, I was looking at my phone. I didn't give a fuck. And this is his only solo. Yeah, this is the only our solo villain, in the fucking movie. Our villain has had two lead songs. And our Michael has had... And it's and horrible! His like, give him, give him something. Like, even if you have to make him the cool writer to give him an exciting Michael, song, do it. Michael can't sing. No, he can't. Uh, no, he's he not really, that good. No, nah, he's not that good. No. I mean, granted, neither was John Travolta, but John Travolta's a better singer than this guy. Oh, definitely. Uh, John Travolta had a singing career before Greece. I like career. Um, I stress the word. I liked his solo song in Greece where he's yeah. at the movie theater. Travolta can sing. What, what are you talking uh, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I honestly think he did better in um, duets than he did solo. Oh, well, yeah. 
Anyway. Anyway. Anywho. So the talent show finally happens, and the T-Birds jump Michael, who jumps along a giant pit, and they I'm all... sorry. Oh, called Dead Man's Curve, which is the corniest it's shit you could Dead ever Man. name it. It's called Dead Man's Curve. I love it. And then, like, the talent show happens. No, okay, so, Franco, double back. He jumps the pit, but they all, but Stephanie assumes he's dead, but they're all just looking down, like, yeah, he's not down there. Yeah, so why? All tension is removed because they're like, he ain't there. So we all know he got away. Right. Exactly. You you leave it up to no imagination. Like, oh, maybe he's dead. No. No, he's not down there. We can see down there. So why is Stephanie all in fucking shambles? She's an idiot. Because she's an idiot. I'll I'll get to that. And you know what's funny? I think I know what's going on. They want us to believe he's dead. He's gone. But they filmed Michael actually showing up at the talent show. Did they really? They did. They also did a scene with Michael and Sandy's father having a talk and giving Michael the book about picking up people in bowling. And honestly, I kind of want to see a seat. I just want this film done from the perspective of Sandy's parents, where they just get all upset because Michael's going down the same path as Sandy was trying to be one of the bad kids. So we get to the talent show. More interesting movie. It would be. We get to the talent show, and it's the most unentertaining thing. Oh, it's it's so stupid. I mean, but let's be honest, it's the equivalent of an actual high school talent show. So, yeah, I mean, that's um, true. Uh, I never, I, wait, before you do that, I never noticed that when, because um, Jaworski and Demucci are opening the doors for the girls to come out of, I never noticed that their names were on the inside of the doors. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. What I don't what? understand is what? Yeah, like their names are on the inside of the doors. I didn't notice huh. that. Huh. Stephanie enters like a fucking coke and oh my god starts singing like, to, wait, like go time out Frankie stop what you're doing for a second can we just talk about Paulette's costume how is that school appropriate this is lingerie how is fucking smoking through the hallway school appropriate like, it's not. They're well, not it's not. To. That's why he, he swallowed the cigarette. Yeah, you know, that's the point I'm trying to get across. This movie doesn't understand how school works. <laughs> but okay, the girls are doing their number, but as Frankie was saying, yeah, Stephanie has like this fucking fever dream where the little fucking star on her hat flies away, turns into Michael, and they have their it's heaven. This is the best. It turns into a shitty 80s video. Wait, what like, the fuck is this? So, like, I want to know, from the perspective of the audience, is she Michael's part two, or... Dude, she's fucking spinning! She's fucking freestyling! Let's go! Fuck Logic! Fuck Eminem! It's all about Stephanie Zanoni, motherfuckers! <laughs> fuck everyone else! She hijacks the entire fucking thing! And like <laughs> because she's singing it to the audience as the song ends and they're applauding. I say they acknowledge that she is singing this to the audience. This is, and it, bring, it brings us back to what we were talking about at the beginning, where the song sequences don't make sense. No, not at all. Oh my god. Oh, like, my I favorite part. 
I, I lose it. I lose it when it cuts to St- when it, we first see Stephanie in this song in the fog in that white dress, slowly just, just walking running, towards towards Michael in slow motion. I fucking die. I can't contain my life. It's, He's just spinning. Such a shitty eighties video. I think the song is supposed to be the "You're the One That I Want" because it is. Yes, yeah, this movie is the, the one that I want. Right. But Remember. this is horror! Michael is in biker heaven! On a They're in biker heaven! This, this is her fever dream. This song is fucking horrible! Michael's it's on so a bad! He's on a mountain of Honda scramblers. It's glorious! But that solo nonsense causes her to win the talent show, her and Johnny. You're the only one that can keep our love alive! <laughs> and like so, so Stephanie, don't forget me. <laughs> I promise. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, this movie's a fucking train wreck. Mm. Want, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mind fuck. <laughs> Literally, I I can't. So we go to this fucking. So we go to this fucking lula. I'm crying. I'm fucking <laughs> and crying. They, they have this really small pool that they put Johnny and Stephanie into. It's, it's, it's literally the same size as our cousin's pool back in Long Island. Yes. And then the, why are the scorpions here? Why are they here? Why are the forty-year-olds bothering my? This this fucking luau. This fucking luau is every is wanted to be everything that the carnival was and failed miserably. And this pisses me off. Okay, we're all high school graduates. Do you remember at graduating graduation carnivals or luau's? No, No. this movie gave me. This movie. These movies lied to me. I when I like. And I've been watching I've been watching Grease and Grease 2 since I was a little kid. I wanted a carnival when I graduated from high school. Like, senior year, we get a senior carnival, we get senior celebration, something. And I got fucking nothing. I don't think that rained on her graduation day. Oh my god, she did. God. Annalise got rained on. But yeah, well, scorpion, I didn't get rained on. It was scorpion, raining that the morning. Scorpions show up. And that later that day. Yes, yes. The scorpions show up, and then Michael parked his motorcycle somewhere. Okay. He's wearing a leather vest with no he shirt on underneath. He's completely different now. Like, where did he park his motorcycle? That nobody where did knows? he come from? And he lands on it. He lands on it, too. He, Anthony, hold on, hold on. get up there? He's Spider-Man. We established He's this. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> God damn it. He's Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Play the sexy Spider-Man theme whenever Michael anyway, shows up. So this part pissed me the fuck off. He defeats okay. the Scorpions, right? Yeah. Defeats. They fall into the pool. Danny, uh, damn, fuck. Johnny and Stephanie are in the pool. After, after that, they're back Stephanie in the pool. Sweats. And after the, after that, they're back in the pool. Like, what? okay, can we just talk about how Johnny is just fucking ready to punch Stephanie because she's not rowing when the scorpions are up? He's fucking like, going he's, insane. He's going insane. Like he's just lost at this point. <laughs> I, Why are they there? What do they 
Arctic Games literally crashing there's, a high school luau. Yes, there's because no need, school has to be there. It, because you need to have a final con guys, okay? Come on. These fucking just, grease, because the outsiders, these You apes. guys don't understand. This is a Spider-Man movie, and we need a final battle, okay? I so guess. Is Paul Muto the Green Goblin? Yeah, he looks like it. The Green <laughs> Goblin? I'm gonna get it. Oh, when we find out who he is, but... Uh, I have to ask. Okay, I have to ask. So, I understand Stephanie's fucking depressed and apparently in mourning. So, this is the next day from the talent show, this luau. Why the fuck is she in sweats? Everybody else is dressed cute and, like, appropriate for the weather. And Stephanie's in fucking sweats. Because she's depressed. Uncle Pete, tell us why she's wearing sweats and sweats all the time. What'd you say? I said, Uncle Pete, tell us why Stephanie's wearing sweats. Because you do it all the time. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Michael just shows up out of nowhere because he's he Spider-Man. He's on top of a building. How did he get up there? We he's Spider-Man. Okay, Spider-Man. So, so when he jumps, does he land on a motorcycle or does he, like, do the superhero pose? I don't and know. I don't know. know. But he does, he does the Iron Man landing, right? Yeah, he, he does superhero landing. landing. And then he jumps onto landing. the motorcycle. And then, he, and then he spins around like Wonder Woman to get his suit on. And then he jumps <laughs> on the motorcycle. I love when he starts riding and they start chasing him. And then all the students start chasing after them. Like the, them. And then they, 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 immediately, the go yeah, they immediately go running backwards. Because uh -oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. And Michael oh, makes oh, another oh. jump that oh, apparently God. nobody else can make. This movie's so Johnny can make that jump. The, the stupid part is that this this pool is so small. I do love when that one dude just throws the twins at Balmuto and they just fall. Like I can jump the pool. pool. No, I don't know. The twins like run up to him like, you run the dust now. And like, there's no reason for them to trip into the pool. It just happens. He, he drags uh, them in. But why does he trip? Because they push him. I'm the asshole that fucking just kept rewinding. I'm like, why does he fucking trip? So here's my no, they the don't push. They the don't push him. They are not there slapping him, probably, here, but they don't push here's, him. Here's my question, okay? Are there two pools? What? Are there two pools in this luau? No, there's only one. No, I think How come Johnny and Stephanie disappear and then reappear? God. Continuity. Like they're gone when the scorpions fall, but then they're I back the, after Michael. I think the better question is, Frankie, when they're all doing that final number, where are the scorpions? Are they still in the pool? They drowned. <laughs> Just fucking drowned! <laughs> they drowned! <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's oh all my I got. God. Or, or, or because it's a Spider Man movie, they got run over by their own motorcycle. I guess. If Balmuto is the Green Goblin, then yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, they just disappeared. So Johnny goes So Michael reveals himself, and Johnny decides that I'm a punching. I'm a punching. And then I'm everyone's like, Johnny, him. Johnny, stop it. So, <laughs> like, but, but you don't understand. Michael's new in town. 
But <laughs> I'm new in tech. After they tell Johnny to stop it, Johnny's mm-hmm. like, all right, you could be a T-bird, I guess. Honestly, like, there's no reason. There's no reason for Johnny just to be cool. Like everyone's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And I know. Hey. Like, well, I gotta look cool. It's gotta look like it's my idea. You're cool. So Give me jacket. So I guess you and Stephanie can hook up now and then. I am. <laughs> oh, good. Johnny Johnny's approved. just Johnny. Immediately, I guess is just over Stephanie now. All of a sudden, there's nothing that led to this. And no. then we lead into. The worst goddamn ending song for musical. Oh, Christ. this wanted so to be. Boring. We go to this wanted to be go together so bad. But, but that it, has so much energy. Yes, and it's uplifting. This is just slow and boring. It like, really is. Like this. And song, are the bad guys still in that pool? No, <laughs> they're fucking drowning. They're drowning. Like that's that's just what's happening. They're drowning. <laughs> I would love to do an edit. Where they're doing this last number and it just cuts to a body in the That's pool floating. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, this this movie is. And then they graduate. Yeah, and then they graduate, and the pictures are the end credit. I love, I love that Johnny is in the second row, and Goose and Demucci and their respective girls are in front with Michael and Stephanie. Yeah, it's like I, and I was, I was. <laughs> I had looked for them in the front row and I had to pause it for a second. I was like, where are Johnny and Brett? And then I saw them in the second row. I was like, what also, the fuck? Also, Johnny has a scene where he's like, where they kind of learn their lessons, except for Demucci, who's still going to date rape people. He's gonna, I ever score. He's going like, to get, he's gonna get his drugs jo- from Bill Cosby. It's I, just guess gonna jo- be a I guess Jaworski's dating Dolores. Okay. I guess so. Okay, so there was a bunch of cuts. She's so great! Got guys. There was um, more cut footage of her like trying to seduce Jaworski, pretty much. I think I think there's only a three year age gap between them. I think because she's a freshman. Yeah, yeah he's a senior. He's a senior. She's a freshman. So only a that's, okay. Okay. Yeah, that 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 happens. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. So I mean, it could it could have been a lot worse. Oh, definitely. It could have been worse. But there were scenes where she's trying to like get him, and he's not interested. And then, and well, I wish they would have showed that. He's desperate and lonely. Okay, so the Pamela, the actress who plays Dolores, got into a car accident while filming the movie, and that's why she kind of disappears. So does Frenchie. Frenchie just disappears at a point. Well, originally they didn't even know they were gonna. Frenchie was gonna be in the film. Well. They didn't make use of her. Actually, Frenchie does show up dialogue only when Stephanie's like forgetting the lyrics and going into her drug trip. Oh, yes. yes. She does. That was was Frenchie? I think that was. Yeah, she was like one of the first that said something, I think. And for some reason, Miss Mason just said, I'll be right back and just left. Like, I ain't seen this. What the fuck? Where did she go? What were you going to do, bitch? No, she knew what was gonna happen. I was like, I ain't staying for this this disaster. Fuck no. All right. So after that, by the way, that teacher dress is so inappropriate. Yes, and she flirts with students. I gotta. Absolutely. I, I gotta. I gotta. Ooh, okay. All this right, is, we're finally done with the. I fun. say we're we're at the end of the movie. So, are we I jumping first, into final thoughts? I first saw this movie when I was eight. Nine around that yeah. time. I 
Frankie, how did we come across this? Mom. Did, did she just randomly get the VHS for this? Like, what? Yep. Did she own the VHS? What the well, fuck? So the thing is, we were big fans of the first one. She bought the second one because my mom, I love you and all. Your taste in the movies is shit. You like Roller Boogie. <laughs> you love Roller Boogie. And I'm sure. Hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure my uncle will agree with us on this. That my mom's taste in movies is shit. He has some shit taste in movies too. He has a better taste in movies than Bob does. Frankie, he, Frankie, he likes perfect. All his all his opinions are null and void. So do he, you. He I loves staying perfect. alive. What are you talking about? Actually, true, Anthony. You like staying alive. That's not like staying do. alive. That is great, and we will talk about that film. Anyway. Oh. That movie anyway, is great. So my mom bought this for us when we were eight, nine. And even as a kid, I was like, there's something so was off. We there yeah, is yeah, so something off about this. And thank you. I, I, I always thought the same way. It's one of those movies that the more you watch it, the more you it hate gets. it. The more you hate it. Like it's this just is, it's this so is, bad. This is one of the worst movie sequels of all time. Like I thought when I first heard there was a Grease 2, I was like, oh, we put the VHS in it. It's like, oh, right before we put the VHS in. There's a Grease 2. That's cool. And um I'm gonna get to see my old friends again. I'm gonna see Danny, Sandy, Kanicki. And I said this at the beginning of the movie, beginning of the video. Um, I feel like the creators of this movie didn't understand what made Grease popular as it is. And it's the characters. Yes. You, and, and I want to build off of that because you ha- in the first movie, you have such memorable characters. Like, you know the names of all the, even the side characters, Patty Simcox, Eugene, um, like the principal, like, you know what I mean. Principal McGee. Blanche. 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 Duty. Sonny. Miss Murdoch. Exactly. Coach uh, Calhoun. Calmudo. Um, uh, Cha-Cha. Uh, Vince Fontaine. Yes. Like, you know these characters. Vince Fontaine is characters. And also the casting. The actors in the first movie really sell these characters. They don't look the age of the characters, no, but, but I mean, can, but I you know just kind of learn to ignore it. Like Stalker Channing did not look like a teenager, but she kills it as Rizzo. Oh, she's amazing! Oh, awesome! Olivia Newton John does amazing. not look like a teenager, but she is amazing as Sandy. Same the with K- same with Kanicki, even John Travolta. None of them look like teenagers. But they all fit the roles really well. So you kind of well. just look, you just kind of so much that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. It. You just you just accept it. This movie, you don't give a fuck. <coughs> the only one I would say looks like a teenager is Dolores and the, uh, Jaworski. I the twins look like teenagers. Like mm, I, borderline. I, I until like years ago. I did not remember Demucci or fucking Jaworski. Like I couldn't, I didn't know who Rhonda. I couldn't tell you Rhonda's name, Sharon or Paula until just now. No, like you don't. Like I, 
I, I watched mean, the movie can't... last night. I couldn't fucking remember Sharon's I name. Just wa- I just watched the movie like 10 hours ago, and I can't remember these characters' names. I just don't give a fuck. I mean, we know their names because we fucking make fun of this film right. pretty much every day. Like, the only characters' names I remembered were Goose, Johnny, Michael, and Stephanie. I couldn't remember anybody else. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, the fact that the main antagonist has more solo songs than the main protagonist is wrong. Right, like, it, it should not be that way. Like, exactly. I feel like, like, I feel like when they were writing the movie... They had it that Johnny was supposed to be the main character, but they, well, they wrote in the, a Michael to tie it into Sandy. Well, they were gonna make Johnny Danny's cousin. He looks like it. I would say he kind of does look like it. But like you said at the beginning, Anthony, they didn't even fucking finish the script. Yeah. Until feel, like they started like, filming, so like Michael was written in. To be the sole tie into the first movie because he's Sandy's cousin. They're like, oh, he's the cousin of the main chick of the first movie. He's the main character of the second movie. You know what? If you're going to do a lazy tie in like that, don't fucking do one at all. Just don't tie it in. Just make new characters done with it. And don't call it Grease 2. Call it like Grease the Next Generation or something. Yeah. Like well, it's going to be called Son of Grease. What was it going to be called? Son of Greece. Son of Greece. Who's the yep. son? Johnny. I mean, I mean, if they had done it a movie that was like eighteen years later, it was like the kid of Danny and Sandy. That would have been kind of yeah. I'd like, I think that would have worked. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because you'll love this. What the script for the third Grease film had they was picked up and it was made into High School Musical. Oh. Fuck you! Shut up! I Shut swear up. to God. No, it wasn't. I hate you. I swear, yeah. So it kind of makes you wonder. Now I'm just kind of wondering, would High School Musical work if it was released in the 80s? So you're telling me no. Troy was supposed to go? Troy if, Bolton. Troy, I don't know if they were, they were going to tie it into the original characters or these characters, oh, or they're going to be new characters. But apparently, High School Musical in its original form was Grease Three. I, I I would almost be, no. I would almost be interested in seeing like a movie that took place in like seventies or early eighties about Danny's son. Get that like seventies music. Oh, seventies rock. If it was about Danny and Sandy's son, I think that'd be kind of cool. I think that could work. Well, here's here's what you do. You can have that, but it's Saturday Night Fever. Fuck no! I hate you so fucking much. Oh my god. <laughs> like, oh my god. Even if you just take this movie in a box and watch it on its own merits and don't compare it to the movie, it's still a oh, really shitty movie. It's <laughs> a bad movie. Yeah. Like, it's not just bad by comparison to the first movie. It's just a bad movie. Oh hey. god, yeah. It's but it's glorious shit. I love making fun of this film. I love making and, fun of it, but I don't want to watch it. Well, that's the only positive thing to say about this movie in general is oh. that it's so fun making fun of it. I but mean, nothing I wanna, was done right about this. This is, is literally the play that the producers are trying to make. 
in the producers. There's oh, no fuck time you. for Hitler in this. Good luck. This, this is like good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I hate the producers. Except it didn't go right. It never went right. Nothing ever went right. Okay. Our leads have no chemistry. I was just about to say that the biggest flaw with this is that our main two characters have no chemistry. Well, they actually, the actors did not get along. Actually, I heard. Really? And it fu- just- you can fucking tell. Well, yeah. So what you're telling me is he never got friendly holding her hand. That never happened. No. She oh, never got yeah. friendly oh, down God. the stand. When they finally get together and they have that kiss, it is so awkward. Just because it keeps holding on them. I say they hold on that kiss for a long yeah, and time. And they're like, trying to have couple sweet talk. And it's, just, it's just awkward. It doesn't work. You are the one in my dreams, but I never knew. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's shot terribly. It just, it's shot boring. Like, the no, cinematography this is, is boring. This is one of the most boringly directed movies I've ever seen in my life. There's, like, no passion in it. There's no, no risk. There's no chance. There's, whereas the only it, fun in this movie comes from the actors when you can tell that they're having fun doing it. The only fun it's I have shot is- like it, it, I feel like it's a it, this is shot like a sitcom. Like there's no creativity God. to the camera work. And yeah, it's just the characters are worse, the direction is worse, the soundtrack is not even close. Plot points are no. brought up and then dropped completely. I mean, the first one had that issue too. A little bit. A little bit. So, Annalise. I mean, stuff got resolved in passing dialogue, but Annalise, what? Spin the wheel. I haven't fully said my final thoughts yet. Yeah, Annalise has to say her thoughts. Okay, Annalise, say your thoughts. Bitch. <laughs> See what happens when a boy and girl don't know how to play. It's play it safe. Brother and sister, Anthony. That's just... not you two. Not I was making us. a quote. God, nasty. Get your head out of the gutter. Anyway. You've been listening to reproduction too long. Listen, this whole movie's fucking soundtrack is in the gutter. He's Leave been listening all. to score tonight too long. Uh, that's not how bowling works. I'm sorry. My mother and our stepfather do bowling. Hey, I've been bro, around multiple times a week. That's not how bowling works. No. I fucking hate you. <sighs> anyway, my final thoughts. Um... The first movie I love tremendously. I, our dad would pick us up from school and we would go to, at the, at the time, our uncle and our dad were living together. And Uncle Pete, uh, shout out Bucktooth Gremlins again, uh, he would ask, what do you want to watch? He would ask me specifically, what do you want to watch today? Every day. I want to watch Grease. And yeah, we watched that a lot when I kind of it, it kind of shows the power of the first one because our dad probably doesn't like musicals. No, he but likes Grease. Dad yeah. doesn't like Grease. Yeah. So and no, and no, he is. I can tell you right now, father, not a musical guy. Yeah, no. definitely not a musical person. No, definitely not. Um, but no, granted, just, neither am I. Right. And it's just a testament to how good the first movie is. And, and at least our musical 
Cedar Buffs. Yes, exactly. And um, which I think is Greece's fault for that. It probably is. <laughs> yeah, it transferred on to you guys. It stops with Greece at me. Yes. Yeah. And just to to have that transition of something so good and something that I love dearly, and to see that try and replicate, like see that trying to be replicated in Greece too, it just it doesn't. It's not a good movie. The musical numbers are not good, give or take maybe a couple songs. The actors, they have their moments, but overall, it's no no chemistry between our leads. The jokes fall flat. Just nothing in this movie is right, and it doesn't capture the same... I get... I, I, I don't want to say magic, but it doesn't capture the same magic as the first one does. It tries so hard to be Greece, and it's just not. And it translated to the box office. Bomb! Well, didn't this in the same week as E.T.? We may have... Um, I don't know. I think it did. Well, how the fuck are you gonna live up to a hype of E.T.? Well, uh, I, was like, well, I don't even like E.T., so... But I well, guess I like, well, you've first, never bet against Spielberg. Well, first off, you're wrong. Secondly, that's fuck like that in alien. 2019 when they released Cats the same day as fucking Star Wars. Guys, guys, the sequel took over 15 million after coming at fifth opening weekend behind E.T., Star Trek II, Rocky Three, and Poltergeist. This so, film had no chance. So it didn't movie, have a chance. The first movie made $360 million. That was a huge success for the 70s. Huge. Oh. Yeah, they never thought it was Greece was going to be as big as it was. It was the highest grossing movie of '78. They ne- they never expected that. Like I think adjusted for inflation, that's probably like in the billions. Well, it, and it keeps making money, Greece. Well, yeah, because it's and- always re-released. It's always on syndication. Right, like they did Greece live a few years ago. I've never seen that. It's actually it wasn't, pretty good. I say it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It like combines the the stage show and the movie because the movie is kind of different from the stage production. No, I know, I know there's difference. So much so now that the stage Check productions are trying to be more like the movie. Oh, so I think the movie's more popular than the. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I, I think miles. I think, I, I think like they're not even called the. T- well, in the original, they weren't called the T-Birds. Now they're called T-Birds. I think it's like the Burger Town Boys or something. Yeah, like that. that's like the original <laughs> Chicago run. Burger Town Boys. That was the original <laughs> Chicago run of Greece. That's funny. Which I, I is a completely be, different show. Though. I, I could be wrong. Than what it became. They were called original. Yeah, you're right. Frank, you're right. It's just a funny name. It is. Anyway, would you like me to spin the wheel now? Well, I've of the wheel this round. Okay, we have taken Anthony out of the wheel for this week because he has gotten two in a row. So it, now it's between me and Frankie, and maybe Frankie will get a win. We don't know. If it lands on you, I'm gonna flip the fuck out. Next Say week, I will time. be back in the wheel. Yes, next week Anthony will be back in the wheel. But to keep things fair, we're gonna take him out. So yep. I am spinning in three, two, one.
Well? Frankie? What? You have no reason to freak out. Oh my god, finally! <laughs> finally oh, landed on I Frankie. I feel so validated! <laughs> <laughs> Vindication! So I originally wanted to be a dickhead and make you guys watch Morbius. Watch what? Morbius? I, gonna, I wanted to make you guys watch Morbius, but I'm not gonna do Hey, I was I was being fair. I picked him up at Christmas Carol. So I you just am, had to get sick. I am going to oh God. watch a movie that's very family friendly, very oh oriented, very there's no crude humor, and it's very great. We're gonna talk about a movie that shows that you need to love yourself for who you are. So next time we're gonna be talking about Shrek. God. Uh. I love Shrek. Uh, what what is that on that I can actually? Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Uh, the last time I watched it, it was on Netflix. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. So. I mean, either way, I can just go to mom's and watch it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Next week we will be talking about Frankie's pick, Shrek. Woo! Finally, he, you must be so happy. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll send them a picture so they know I'm not like cheating or anything. So, Annalise cheated just like she stole a baby. That's the real reason she was. We were out. Annalise had to do some jail time. I might have been uh, incarcerated. If you all remember from our lab interview, Annalise went full David Bowie and stole a baby. And the police finally got to her. I didn't so, steal her. So I hope um, you guys didn't have to suffer through this movie like we did. And next or time, I hope you guys actually got some enjoyment out of it, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you guys next time for Shrek. Take care. Take Goodbye. care. Thanks, guys.